Welcome to the Global Business Women's Pod, brought to you by the Greater Houston Women's Chamber of Commerce. I am Susan Dyson and proud to be the CEO, President, and Founder of the Chamber. Please join us for this empowering podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. I have the honor to introduce our next keynote speaker, Kendra Cato. She is currently the Director of Enterprise Strategy at Bullhorn, which is the global leader in software for the recruitment industry. With nearly 20 years of sales, marketing, research, and executive-level client management experience, Kendra has held leadership roles in industries spanning from investment banking and corporate law to procurement and talent management software. She's been at Bullhorn since 2018, where she collaborates with leaders of the largest and most innovative staffing and recruiting firms across the globe while implementing strategic initiatives to scale the the enterprise business and discovering how the latest trends may impact the future of work. Kendra is active in professional staffing organizations as a member and a speaker, and is a proud council member of the ASA Inclusion, Diversity and Equity Advocacy Group. Her passion is people, and she is especially passionate about lifting up women and young black professionals in the industry and beyond. Welcome, thank you so much for being here. Thank you all so much for coming. didn't realize this would be a novel event, so I'm super honored. Um, thank you to, big thank you to Jeanette Marks, who's a dear friend of mine, who sent me off a very encouraging smile today and introduced me to Pearl and Susan. And so thank you, Susan, for having me and to the Greater Women's Chamber of Commerce here in Houston. I am very, very honored. So, as you all well know, navigating a career in a male-dominated field, no easy task. And studies show that there is a good 132 years at the current rate of progress before the the gender pay gap is closed. So what can we do right now to live our best lives and to also influence change? That's the question. Let's get into it. I want you all to bear with me and close your eyes for a moment. First, I want you to feel your both feet on the ground. These chairs are tricky, aren't they? We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> feel both feet on the ground. Feel your hands, your fingers. Notice your breath. In. Breathe out. Ask yourself, why am I here today? Why did I show up? What is most important to me in this moment? Now open your eyes. This is your moment of a wrap. So why did I ask you to do this simple mindfulness exercise for me? As female leaders, we all know the importance of connecting with those around you and how the impact of even one meaningful connection can impact your business, your colleagues, and those you seek to serve. But if you do not take the time to pause long enough to first connect with yourself and your emotions, you can never truly connect with those around you, nor the impact that you were born to make. So to create powerful, meaningful connections, we start by practicing the power. It was nearly 10 years ago when my father fell suddenly ill and died in hospice six months later. We were preparing his funeral arrangements and the bills were piling up. The marriage was crumbling. It crumbled. That's all right. And here I was standing at my father's pulpit about to give his eulogy. 
Now, if you didn't grow up in a black church, let me explain something to y'all. <laughs> These elders were none too happy about this little lady taking the pulpit to give my father's eulogy. They also weren't happy about me choosing the song selections. My daddy told me what songs he wanted. I knew what he wanted. And designing the programs, and which, by the way, earned me a job offer from the funeral director. Um, but if you do need a template, let me know. <laughs> so, uh, but I am my father's daughter, and when I made up my mind to do this, it doesn't matter what those elders had to say. The good Lord himself would have had to come down and stop me because I overheard one of them saying, well, she wants to get up there and make a mess of herself. Go ahead on the letter. <laughs> so there I am. My hands are shaking, but I am determined, determined to show them wrong. There's always a little bit of that, right? And do my family proud. And my father proud. So I took a deep breath. Then I finally looked around the church and I saw it was standing room only. Folks were in the lobby, y'all. And these were the people who had heard my father speak, who had called him for guidance, had trusted him with their happiest moments, their darkest secrets, and their lowest points in life. I was overwhelmed with gratitude by the way that everyone had showed up for him, the way he had shown up for so many. My father was a patriarch of both sides of our family. Now, if you have in-laws, you know that it's no easy feat, <laughs> let alone interracial marriages. My father was something. Um, and the way he had shown up for a woman that he bumped into at the convenience store with a book bag and her two kids, drove her three hours without asking her a single question to her sister's house, then wrote his phone number down, said, this is my house phone. If you need to call, I'm going to let my wife know to page me. You'll be able to get a hold of me in India. Gave her all the cash in his wallet and sent her on her way. She never forgot that. And when she saw his obituary, she reached out to our family to thank us. I heard so many stories like that. Now I knew my dad was cold and really, you know, you don't have to cool. <laughs> um, and I, but I just didn't realize the impact he had left on so many. But in that moment, I paused and I asked myself, why am I here? What is most important to me in this moment? And my answer enveloped me. It was, I wanted to share my father's light, his love, even his crooked smile, <laughs> with everyone who loved him and everyone he had helped over the years. And that is exactly what I stood up there and did. In fact, that was my first lesson as a wrong woman, that confidence is more important than competence, very often. Competence is important, let's not get that confused, but you need the confidence. <laughs> Um, and I was able to do that because of the confidence that I had by standing in my purpose. And I did it in a way I never knew I had the strength to do. I didn't make a mess of myself. And um, I was able to do so because I practiced the power of the pause. Now, when put into practice regularly, this simple, powerful tool can not only improve your leadership style in your team culture and your conversations with your partners, but it can also provide a practical practical, accessible way to dial up your own awareness, right? Manage your own emotions and fine tune your response, your delivery, and your message. Even in moments with, filled with self-doubt or lack of worthiness creep in, I can lean in the power of the pause to, and my ability to stand in my purpose. Like moments when imposter syndrome pops her little busybody self up, like she did when I was sitting down to put my thoughts on paper for this. And she asked me, well, what is it that you have to say? that folks want to listen to. What do you have to say that matters? 
Does anyone else get on their damn nerves sometimes? <laughs> I have my own nerves. But I've realized that voice isn't really me. That's not who I am. I have learned that I'm the love, the curiosity, the laughter within me. Those moments when I feel most alive, when I learn something new, when I teach someone something new, when I help someone feel heard, when I share a belly aching laugh or have a good cry. Those are the moments that I am who I am. And so I wanted to ask you a favor. When you go home tonight, please just take a few moments. Um, if journaling isn't your thing, don't think about it as journaling. It's just making a note each night, okay? <laughs> take a few moments before bed tonight and jot down this week when you felt the most alive. That moment when you felt the most you. Like, you know what? I'm all right. And then, then add a new one each night. And you keep that handy. It's a lovely reminder of who you are. And you can use it the next time you need that reminder and to take your power back. Moving through life and meeting where you're the only or one of a few, so we've all been there, uh, too quickly, it impedes our growth. A mindful moment will give you much more than a long monologue. You ever get flustered? No, I'm not the only one here. And next thing you know, you spill something, you catch your sleeve on the door, you drop your keys, or you say something you immediately regret it. As my mom would say, slow is fast, baby girl. Slow is fast. When you practice the power of the pause, you stand in your truth, you remember your purpose, you take back your power, and are truly able to show up as your authentic when you show up authentically, you create space for connection. You, you build connection by actively listening, a skill I'm always working on, and being vulnerable and standing in your purpose. Both realize they're not alone. They'll hear, they'll hear you and think, so it ain't just me. Now, you may have never suddenly lost the patriarch and make matriarch of your family, but I bet you know what it feels like to suffer the loss of someone you can no longer call. You can empathize with my pain, or you can, at the very least, empathize with my need to compartmentalize in order to survive and even thrive in corporate America. Though another's experience may be very different than your own, sharing and listening creates space for connection and a pathway to greater empathy. It creates opportunity for people to relate to. And through connection, we can influence change and innovation in ways our male counterparts could never imagine. Let's be frank here. Don't take my word for it. Neuroscience agrees. Pearl touched on this, actually. And in the book, How Women Rise, Sarah Helgeson, she shares that one of women's greatest strengths is their ability to notice a lot of things at once, of multitasking. Men, on the other hand, tend to focus on one region. The result? Women's attention, we operate like a radar. For scan the environment, we pick up broad ranges of clues, context, etc. Whereas men, they operate like a laser focusing tightly and absorbing everything in sequence. Have you ever been sitting in a meeting and there's a strategic issue, challenge you're looking to overcome? And they're like, oh, well, if that's the problem, we'll just take so-and-so and put them over here, boom, problem solved. And everyone's like, woo. And you're like, what's going to happen when we take so-and-so from over here to over here? And that team that he, they've been leading and doing an amazing job with, like how will this impact everyone? That's that radar. It's up to us to influence our organizations and our leaders to realize that radar focus is a leadership behavior, just as is getting to the bottom line. It's up to us to take our power back by remembering who we are, what we bring to the table, and it's plenty, 
sometimes it's the table. And why we show up every day. Matt Mullenweg, he's an American entrepreneur and web developer, once said that technology is best when it brings people together. I agree. So are we. <laughs> True leadership in a space where change is the only constant requires a level of connection, a level of influence and innovation this world has never seen before. It requires us, us women, to stand in our power so that we can take full advantage of this incredible opportunity in front of us. So true that someone on the panel mentioned that too. This is such an incredible opportunity to lead in ways that makes our presence not only felt, but our presence demanded. To create connections across our industries and influence change around the globe. To create more spaces for other women and for people of color to be leaders, to trust current leadership, to be included at the table and on the stage. <laughs> Today, when I walk in a room where I'm the one of only, one of few or the only, I pause, I tell imposter syndrome to set her little busybody behind down. <laughs> and then I remind myself who I really am. And I ask myself, why am I here? What is it that matters most important to me in this moment? The power of the pause helps us realize that life is bigger than any one person, to realize our own power in finding purpose, and to create connection in ways I've never imagined. Imagine the influence we will have and the innovation we can lead when we all practice the power of pause. So there was no way I was flying here to Houston and not getting a chance to hear from each of you and learn together and grow together. So I'd ask Carol if it was all right if we could do some time for a live Q&A. Let me see how it's. Yes, I have four minutes. How am I doing, Teresa? Uh, well, we are at time, but we're going to get a couple of over there. Anyone have questions, please? Hi, my name is Nikki, and I work for Murphy Oil in the Finance Department. Um, I really like your analysis about like how the women's are like you know, radars and, and the man are more like a laser. But in in the current society, you know, we're we're taught to act like a woman, but think like a man. <laughs> so how would you find a balance between that? I think that understanding how understanding how folks around you think and approach problems is super helpful. So it is incredibly helpful to think like a man. But that's not what's going to get you ahead. Stepping into your own truth and knowing who you are, you know, and looking and having that radar focus, that is how you really understand why you're there and be able to lead conversations in new directions, which is what we need. We're in tech. Conversations have to go in different directions. Change is happening every day, right? Um, but having that empathy to hear them out, and also that sense to when you tell your story, when you prep your story, you know what to start with to get, get their attention. And that's it, you, a big part of it, because they're so laser focused, where am I taking this, where do, where, where do I want to send this laser while I explain everything else to them? That's a great question. Thank you, Thank you so much for your inspiring um, keynote or discussion we have. My name is Tanika Patel Pringle. And um, I had the, the passing of your father resonated with me because it was a life changer for me. I lost my father two years ago. And I just want to know um, because of all of you, all of what you 
went through and participated in to prepare his service, I saw myself in you because I had a similar experience. And I just want to know how that experience changed you or caused a pivot in your life and in your career. And part two of that is that it helped drive you more to your purpose. It, 100%. Thank you, thank you for asking me this. I, I realized what was important and what wasn't. And I stopped living my life for everyone else. I was always the star student. I was also, I tease my dad and call and I say, or I call him and he's like, who is it? I'm like, it's your favorite dog. He always say one of my other sister's names, but we all knew it's me. You know? <laughs> so I lived for everyone else. I wanted to be a good preacher's daughter. I wanted to make my mom proud because she grew up terribly and um, poured her everything she had into us girls. And then I wanted to be a good wife and a good business partner. And when I lost my father, I was standing there giving his eulogy. And um, I'm going to get a little personal here, but I saw my ex-husband crying. And I felt a, a rage I had never felt before for me. And I knew it was coming from my father and my folks who passed before me because it was in that moment that I said, I won't put up with any of this anymore. If, if it ain't doing for me, I'm not doing it. And that no has become the strongest ally for me personally in my life. And sometimes I waver a little bit, get back into that habit of people pleasing, but I bring it back, I bring it back. And that has been the biggest change that I've had in the last 10 years. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again next Thursday at 6 p.m. For more information about the Chamber and our podcast, please visit us at ghwcc.org.